Alrighty, everyone. Welcome back. Today, August 24th, Monday, another episode of Monday Madness for you. And this Monday might be a special for a few of our listeners out there. Now, I myself was lucky enough to be finished with schooling within coronavirus after I graduated in May. But I do know this will be the first day of school back for a lot of people. I mean, outside of even college students, I've got friends heading back for the last few semesters. There's also my little cousins headed back today. I've got one headed into fourth grade and another headed into kindergarten. And only imagine how stressful it is going to be for all of the parents at home who, who knows, maybe don't have the luxury of having a lot of free time, maybe also working from home and trying to make sure their kids are paying attention to school as well. So really, I guess a big shout out to the teachers and parents out there. And I hope you do your best to save your sanity throughout all of this and even those of you going back to school, uh, say at Mines today, I still received their emails and there was an email, big apology for the online resource outages <laughs> that they're already experiencing on the first day. So this will surely, well, be a show if you'll pardon my French, but you didn't come here for my vulgar takes on social differences that we experience thanks to coronavirus. No, no, you came here for news. I know you. We've cultivated that relationship. So let's jump right into it. Today, WTI at $42.53. And I tell you, we were close, so close. Prices have been testing in this range, but back on the 17th, there was a high WTI trade at $42.99. So who thought we would have broken $43 so soon, but it might be a little bit closer than you think. But rig count, not doing so hot. I mean, we've kind of seen that trend for a while now, and to whose surprise, nobody's. Currently, United States at 254 rigs, which is down 662 rigs year-to-date. And then domestic supply, it looks like we had a 1.6 million barrel drawdown from the previous week, as per the last report from the EIA. And now for your weekly stories, I believe we had the pleasure of jumping into some pirate talk last week with respect to the coasts of Africa being terrorized by those looking to flip a quick buck on ransom payments. But this week, it gets a little bit more organized. I suppose I probably shouldn't say this week as it happened today. Granted, there are time zone differences, but nonetheless, power was cut across Syria, a little bit northwest of the capital Damascus, thanks to a pipeline explosion. What was the cause, you ask? Terrorists. Not too many comments from Syria at the moment, but here in the U.S. we were very quick to point fingers to ISIS. If you look up a video of the initial damage, the explosions fortunately occurred in rural areas away from most people. But the damaged sites are now under control, and downstream things aren't as hot. Hospitals and other vital facilities are starting to receive power again, but there are still large blackouts in areas that are dependent on this gas, this natural gas for power. Now, to me, that is a very interesting take. Consider just how quickly emergency services were able to get natural gas pipeline under control and divert energy back to the areas that needed it. Well, for the most part so far. I would wager that the direct effect of the pipeline explosion was not the intent of the terrorists that attacked it, but rather the mass blackouts that ensued. It looks like no deaths were reported in the explosion and treatment of the fire, and again, I'm thankful for that, and I think that shows just how good we've gotten at dealing with these things in the rare instance that they do go wrong like this. But if anything else happens, we will be sure to report more to you. But for now, that's all I have on this story. To the next one. Now, maybe it's because I live so close to their operations, but it does seem like we talk about Oxy quite a bit on this podcast. Granted, big company, 
lots of involvement in this region, but again, struggling. In an attempt to alleviate some of that stress and bring a little bit more money flowing in rather than flowing out, it looks like Oxy is going to make a big sale that'll help them reach their divestiture goals for the end of the year. Now, the sale in question, a whole lot of land. Let me tell you, $1.33 billion worth of land. Oxy announced in the middle of last week that they would be selling a lot of their Wyoming, Colorado, and Utah land-grant assets to Orion Mine Finance for around, well, $1.33 billion. Man, these guys always move money. It just seems like it's not always in the right direction. Now, this transaction is expected to close near the end of 2020 in the fourth quarter and contains 4.5 million mineral acres and 1 million fee surface acres, according to Oxy. When revealing the plan to sell to the investors, Oxy made sure to stress that they would be keeping most of their property, if not all, within the DJ Basin. This would not be included in the sale, and these are assets they will continue to produce throughout the deal and afterwards. Also, Oxy wanted to stress that despite selling the land, they would still retain all cash flow from currently producing oil and gas properties. So it looks like Orion Mine Finance wanted the land, but they did not want to assume the liability of the oil and gas producing wells, which, you know, it looks like it worked out for both parties there. This has been scary for some investors because, well, getting rid of a lot of the property that makes them valuable, but it is generating some cash because not too long ago, it was Oxy that did report an $8.4 billion with a B dollar loss in that second quarter. So hopefully they're getting through that, but everyone seems far too chipper and far too excited. I don't know. I'm kind of a pessimist when it comes to it, and this is my first downturn, but we're not getting through this without casualties, and I think the Chevron Noble sort of deal right now, that acquisition is really only stressing that fact. But now I'd like to take the news back out of the United States. Well, I shouldn't say back out. More of a, a big handshake across the ocean, I think we could say, as U.S. and Norway signed an energy deal united by oil. Now, I gotta say, I don't know why the Trump administration is pushing for this. I'd like to say it's in the name of science and energy independence. But part of me thinks that it is likely <laughs> more of just a tangled ball he can leave behind to make it more difficult for whoever takes office next to try and undo whatever happens. As I think day by day, he's starting to realize that he may not get a second term. But while he's here, he will still be kicking. So, the story... The Department of the Interior announced on Tuesday that it has formalized its partnership with the Norwegian Ministry of Petroleum and Energy to strengthen cooperation in offshore mineral, oil, gas, and wind energy activities. Now, Norway, very good at this. They've been kicking butt with a lot of offshore activity, even the wind included. Things have been going very well for them. If you were to look up a map of Norway oil and gas development, you would see that a lot of it is concentrated offshore. Where? Just a little bit west to Norway and just a little bit north to the UK. They've got plenty of activity out in the ocean and lots of fields that they've been developing for quite a long time. Looks like the United States saw how successful they were with it and perhaps wanted to get in on that deal. The United States Deputy Secretary of Interior and the Norwegian Ambassador to the U.S. recently signed a Memorandum of Understanding, which outlined an exchange of scientific and technical information and cooperation regarding research and development technologies. U.S. Interior Deputy Secretary Kate McGregor said, We appreciate this opportunity to highlight our strong relationship with Norway and our continuing investment in safe and responsible offshore energy development. 
Now, most of the political things that I read and understand are related to oil and gas, and I gotta say, I didn't know we had a strong relationship with Norway. I thought we were both just kind of <laughs> going about our own thing without worrying about each other, but it does seem, I don't know, maybe we're getting into some scientific and technical advancement. Now, from Norway's perspective, the state secretary in the Norwegian Ministry of Petroleum and Energy, Tony Christian Tiller, said, The Memorandum of Understanding signed today will further strengthen the long-standing energy partnership between our two countries. I'm convinced that sharing of best practices and experience will be mutually beneficial and contribute to sustainable resource management. Like I said, I'm a little skeptical of everything that goes on, so I'm really trying to understand what the underlying principle, what the motive is here. But... Perhaps it really is just for the safety and the development of oil and gas resources. And in that case, I'm on board. Full steam ahead. And I think that brings our week to a close. I know, I know. These 10 minutes, they fly by. Sometimes it doesn't seem like you're getting enough content. And if that's the case, be sure to go to rarepetro.com where we have plenty of other resources for you to take advantage of. Just this past week, for instance, I pushed out the Basin Breakdown, which is a monthly review of the previous month. So as it's August, I just reviewed July. Lots of good news there. A little bit longer, but it got quite a bit of content. And if you're looking for something really educational and very well-researched, make sure you check out Kevin Olson's Periodical Podcast. He writes those, and if you don't want to listen, I highly recommend reading. He's got great figures, good data, and awesome references. It is a fantastic piece to go through every week, and it will surely keep you informed. That's what we're here to do. We're trying to keep you informed and a little bit more entertained as well. So that is the end of the episode. You know where to go to find more content. And until we see you next time, take care, everybody.